Peace, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Behold Pop Culture, the show where we take a look at some prominent people, figures, and events in pop culture and try and see what lessons we can take away from them. I'm your host, Messiah, and today we're going to be talking about a move that shook up the entire NBA landscape. A move that would go on to be regarded by sports television personality Stephen A. Smith as the weakest move I've ever seen from a superstar. A signing that formed arguably the greatest NBA team of all time. I am referring to NBA superstar Kevin Durant signing with the Golden State Warriors. In order to analyze the repercussions of this move, I will first provide the context of the move, then observe the immediate impact of the signing, and conclude by tracing how the effects have dictated the present-day landscape in the league. If that sounds interesting, let's dive in. The NBA has, to date, been around for 74 years. In these 74 years, fans have engaged in a never-ending debate of whether or not parity exists in the league. As defined by the Oxford English Dictionary, parity is the state or condition of being equal. In the context of the NBA, the question has always been whether one or two teams dominate all the others or if there are genuinely more than a handful of teams who can compete to win a championship. Throughout the years, fans have craved to see their favorite players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and many more overcome adversity. Conversely, they felt slighted when one team dominates every other one. For this reason, the NBA has placed salary and trade restrictions on the ways teams can improve themselves to avoid such domination. Because of this, as with any other sport, There's always a favorite to win the championship, but rarely is their path to success seen as easy. Even Michael Jordan had to defeat some great teams to win his six rings. As a result, a legitimate argument can be made that restrictions have worked. The most dominant teams the NBA has ever seen when measured by regular season wins were the 1995-96 Chicago Bulls who only lost 10 games, and the 2015-16 Golden State Warriors, who lost only 9 games and followed up their historic year with the acquisition of a top 3 NBA player, the man of the hour, Kevin Durant. A man who has been referred to as the Slim Reaper, the Durantula, but is usually just called KD. A 6'10 small forward who can shoot from anywhere on the court and has nearly every offensive move in his toolkit. Adding a player of this caliber to an already phenomenal team would feel unstoppable. And it was. A 73-win Warrior team that was one game away from winning back-to-back championships added one of the greatest scorers to ever play in the NBA to their team. Not to mention that this team knocked Durant's team out of the playoffs 
the same year amidst a lackluster performance from him. On July 4, 2016, Kevin Durant was single-handedly credited with eradicating any sense of parity in the league. He became the epitome of the phrase, if you can't beat them, join them. The gap between the Warriors and any other team was colossal, and fans who understood this unanimously disapproved of the move. Is it even worth watching the NBA? We already know who's going to win. This question seemed to overcast the next two NBA seasons. As one of the greatest moments in sports history, the Cleveland Cavaliers coming back from a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals was followed up with two of the most lackluster NBA Finals the world has ever seen. As fans and analysts predicted, this super team dominated the league with little competition as their historic offense could not be stopped. This should be the end of the story. Top three NBA player joins the best team in the league and wins back-to-back championships. Most people would agree that he would have won three in a row if it wasn't for Kevin Durant injuring his Achilles. However, while fans would focus on one of the most heavily favored teams of all time, a shift was taking place. Star players were more strictly holding their organizations accountable for not acquiring the necessary talent to win a championship. Players were quick to leave if they felt that their front office was not performing up to par. This led to the departure of many star players to teams that they felt put them in better positions to win, while simultaneously creating a level of parity that fans were craving. Three years after KD's departure, we now have entered an era of dynamic duos where we have about 15 teams with strong lead duos and a decent enough supporting cast to compete. Many of these duos came from star departures. Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. There's about 10 to 12 legitimate stars who left their teams over the last three years and formed competitive teams with another player. Though some may say that loyalty has been in a state of disarray in the league, I respectfully counter in saying that front offices who were able to remain lax as stars stayed striving for championships are being asked now to put forth more effort to be successful at their job. And a league where everyone has to be more competitive from top to bottom sounds appealing to me. In the end, three years of NBA basketball were sacrificed to create a landscape with some of the most parity the league has ever seen. Of the top 10 to 15 teams, no matchup feels impossible to beat. And the top team in the league has legitimately been a toss-up between three or four teams versus the typical one to two teams predicted to dominate. This is great for the NBA, but what does this mean for you? What is the lesson in this for the everyday person? If you don't learn to change, your future is looking strange. 
Fans and players alike viewed Durant's move to Golden State as a catastrophic decision that would hinder every other team in the league. But while teams like the Knicks and Cavaliers continued to await saviors for their franchise, other teams responded by demanding more out of their front office. They figured out how to adapt to a league where top players are valuing their time differently than they may have before. Rather than relying on the loyalty of a player, you now need to prove that it is worth a player's time to stay. So teams that learned the change came out of this dark age of sorts, acquiring disgruntled stars, drafting well, and improving player development, resulting in a fair share of good teams in the league. For people who aren't in the NBA, Oftentimes, similar situations arise in your daily endeavors. One day, a perfectly normal semester might turn into abruptly turbulent online classes, or a well-paying job may lay you off amidst a shaky economy. But these times, like the moment Kevin Durant signed with the Warriors, are times where your determination is being tested. In layman's terms, Life is hard. Unexpected, uncomfortable events are bound to happen. But those who view these events as opportunities for growth often come out better on the other side. Losing your job may lead you to a life of entrepreneurship and give you time to work on personal skills. Having to stay at home might help you form deeper connections with your family. The way you view challenging situations in life will dictate your path to success, a path that is equally as important in your 20s and 30s as it is in your 60s and 70s, when you're likely intending to become a well-respected elder in your family. So I'll pose this question to you. How do you view struggles and challenges in your life? Do you think they should be feared or welcomed. When do you think you've experienced the most growth in your life? Just like the NBA thought it would be in trouble with Kevin Durant signing and ended up in a much better position because it learned to adapt, try to consider if there are times where you can turn a negative into a positive and come out better on the other side. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please let me know. Please like it, subscribe, leave a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know what ways I can improve this episode to make it more enjoyable for you. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. This is Behold Pop Culture.